just because you're not living it the same as someone else, just because you don't have certain things that your friends do, like babies or a marriage or a house, does not mean that you're any less worthy of happiness, of success, of living a beautiful, abundant life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Jade. Guys, hang on a minute. I revamped this podcast. So without further ado, welcome back to Woke Up Worthy with your host, Jade Delpop. Whoop, whoop. Yes, I narrowed it down and you guys voted for the best title for this podcast. So we are officially renamed Woke Up Worthy. It just really encompasses the all-around female empowerment and self-help, self-love, self-worth that we are oozing from this podcast. So ring-a-ding-ding, make sure you keep an eye out for that name in either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast, Woke Up Worthy. Ah, I'm so excited for the name and it was so nice to have all of you guys voting and involved in the decision as well. It was such a nice little moment. So yeah, welcome back to another episode of Woke Up Worthy. I am your host, Jay Delpop. <laughs> I used to sing my introduction for the previous podcast name. So I don't know, like, uh, should I sing Woke Up Worthy? I gotta, I gotta figure out an introduction, you guys. Maybe we should have a vote for the introduction as well. We'll see how we go. But how the hell is everyone doing? I, thank you for asking. I'm doing good. I am, you know, going through the motions. If you had have listened to my previous episode, I went through a breakup round three. Yes, I'm one of those people. (laughs) Round three of the breakup. So it's safe to say that I've had a little practice and I'm definitely recovering a lot quicker this time around. I've uh, had a bit of practice, been there, done that. So I am doing okay. And that doesn't, it doesn't mean that I don't have my down days. I definitely do. I think missing someone and thinking about someone after a breakup is such a natural, natural process. And with any breakup, no matter what happens, who you were with, how long you were with, I think the best advice is to just not put any expectations on it. And also don't judge yourself for however you're feeling or whatever you're feeling. Just know that whatever you're feeling will pass and time really does heal. I mean, it doesn't whether I think depending on what has happened, it may not heal, but time makes things just get easier to manage, you know? So I'm going to be okay. (laughs) If I can give you any advice like Jade, why is it easier this time around? We don't talk. (laughs) What? That's how you're supposed to have a breakup. Yeah. The last couple of times we were together, we just never stopped talking and hanging out. So I think that connection was always there and it was easier to just, you know, remain in love and things like that. It was just harder for both of us. But you know what? This is probably not new news, uh, but don't talk to your ex, guys. <laughs> Everyone's like, bitch, come on. <laughs> really? We're listening to the podcast to get that advice? <laughs> Do 
Do not speak to your ex. Trust me, it's a lot easier. Uh, Yeah, especially when the emotion jealousy comes into play, like the less you know and the less you talk about, the less you talk to them in general, the less jealousy there is. It's great. It's fine. So when there's moments of weakness and you, you feel you need to reach out to your ex, don't do it. Text a friend. <laughs> Call your lifeline. You know, you will be fine. Do something to distract yourself. Now, I have been making myself super busy. Uh, on the weekend, just gone, actually, I went to Bodhi Spa. If you're in Perth, I don't know if they're anywhere else in Australia, but in Perth, there's a few locations. I went to the one at the Western Hotel and my God, the most beautiful place, like the serenity when you walk in, there's like a fucking waterfall on a wall Um, just the music and the sounds and the smells and the stuff are just super helpful and really nice. And I got like champagne and fruit, got a massage and a steam room. It was amazing. So I was super, super relaxed. Um, so that was really nice. And I did bike bar on Sunday morning. So if none of you know what bike bar is, if you think of soul cycle in Los Angeles, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know what soul cycle is, but it's like where you, you ride, it's like a cycle class, but you dance to the music. Like you move back and forth on your bike. You do like push ups on the bike. You like dance to the music. It's like way more intense than just a cycle class, but it's fun. Cause you listen to like really fun music and the um, instructors like super motivational. Like, yes, you got this quiz. Let's go. Super. It's really hard. You feel like you're going to die a couple of times, but it's, you just smash through it because it's fun. So yeah, I'm feeling a little sore today after class, but that was really, really fun. So it's a nice little weekend of wellness, if you say. Um, And yeah, I was just so happy Sunday lunchtime. This is what I'm, uh, I'm getting carried away here. Today, what I want to talk about is just like breakups and I'm like, in my late 20s, right? So the feeling of being alone, like midlife crisis, feeling like you're comparing yourself to where your friend's at, falling behind, all those natural feelings. And I really want to address it today because I've been going through it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into the topic, I'm going to continue my introduction. It's not very well organized today, but Sunday, I just had so much energy. I don't know if it was from bike bar or the pre-workout and the coffee that I had or all of the above, but I also like spent the morning with one of my good friends and I was just high on life. And when I'm high on life, I dance like I fucking, I was cranking my tunes. I was cleaning my house. I was dancing around everywhere. I had so much energy and I just felt so happy. Like you can actually watch the video on my Instagram. If you go on Jade Pop coaching on Instagram, I posted a reel of me dancing that was me for like five hours straight on Sunday. So <laughs> this is after bike bar as well. And I was just feeling really good. I had so much energy. I was so happy. I was so content with every decision I'd made up until that point and how happy I was and just where I was going. So for that, in that moment, I was, I was really happy. And I actually had plans to see a friend that night. We were going to dinner and Everything was going accordingly. And then I could no longer catch up with said friend. 
uh, something happened. We ended up going to dinner, but it just like the whole night wasn't as planned. And I came home and I was by myself. And I think I had also seen my best friend that weekend who lives with her partner and her son. And on Thursday, I had caught up with my friend that has a three-year-old daughter. And in that moment, when I was sitting home, I got home from work, uh, not from work, from dinner. And I suddenly felt really alone because obviously my plans didn't go accordingly. And then I was at home by myself and I was like, fuck, like every like 99% of my friends have either a boyfriend that they live with or kids. And I don't know why, but I went from feeling this euphoric dancing around the room, happiness, and content with the decision that I'd made to be by myself to then I just felt super down. Like I was really sad and it just goes to show like the comparison is the thief of joy because once you start thinking about stuff, you kind of spiral. Like it wasn't as dramatic as it sounds, but the more I started comparing the worry started to creep in as well. Like I'm, everybody's lived their single years when we were younger, you know, and I'd always, always been in a relationship and now it's completely turned and everyone's settled down. Everyone has kids, everyone's with their partner or engaged or married or whatever. And I'm like, cool, like I'm single, but I have no single friends to go out with and like do whatever single people do. I don't know. Um, And yeah, I was like, fuck. And then you start to panic. You're like, okay, I've made this really brave decision, which I'll get into to leave my partner of three years to do me pretty much. But it's like, okay, I'm doing me by myself, really, because everyone's already, you know, on that part of their life journey. And the panic starts to set in where you go, am I too old for this. Like I've, have I made the wrong decision? And you start to doubt everything that you initially made as a gut decision because I was comparing where I was with my friends and, and what was going on with my life at that point. And yeah, I just felt really sad and I just lost sight of why I was happy and why I made that decision in the first place. So I guess it's that midlife not a midlife crisis but like the panic of where that the ideology that we have in our head or these stories that we've told ourselves that we have to live life a certain way and we have to be at a certain life check mark or point at a certain age like it's normal to do crazy shit when you're in your 20s and then you meet your partner and then you get married and then you have kids and then you live together for the rest of your life and you buy a house and blah 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 like some of my friends have done that but like every single person you meet is doing things out of order some people don't want to get married some people have been single forever some people don't want kids some people don't want to buy a house and they're renting like some people are building a career do you know what i mean and the more that we tell ourselves the story of we have to live life a certain way, the more that we're going to feel self-doubt and unworthy when we're not living that life. So 
Be content with where you're at and why you're doing things you want to do the way that you're doing it, because everybody has their own purpose. Everybody has their own goals and own lifestyle that they want to live. And just because you're not living it the same as someone else, just because you don't have certain things that your friends do, like babies or a marriage or a house, does not mean that you're any less worthy of happiness, of success, of living a beautiful abundant life. So I think that's where comparison is the thief of joy. Stop comparing yourself to where other people are, because that's where the self-doubt and the stress and the you feeling down comes in because you're comparing yourself to someone's idea of what life is supposed to look like, right? That decision to leave the relationship for me was a really tough one, especially because, you know, I said it, I touched on it briefly in the last episode, but I was leaving a really good relationship. Like he was really good to me, probably the best partner I've ever had. And the reason I left was I just wasn't invested anymore emotionally. And I wanted to be by myself for a bit. So having the self-worth and the courage to go, this is good. But no, do you know what I mean? Like it's either you value yourself enough to trust that gut feeling that you're not happy anymore. Like you just don't want to be in this situation and you take the risk of leaving something really good for yourself because on paper, it's brilliant. Like you should probably stay with this person. It, that little bit of doubt comes in your mind of, am I going to find anyone better? Like, am, I should probably be with this person, right? Like, they're fucking fantastic. No one's ever treated me like this. But you value yourself so much that you take the risk knowing you are worth finding someone else that is exactly the same and you're going to be in a better place later to accept that, accept that love, accept that relationship or whatever it is. So take the risk, you know, like, is it worth it? Like, yes, take the fucking leap because you will always find a way to make it work. You just have to trust yourself. You have to value yourself enough to know that there is more out there, you know, and I've had the same thought process in a very shit relationship. This is when I was like 15, I think I was 15 years old. I was in a very fucked up relationship and I was like, I don't want to leave because I just, I'm really close to his family and you know, his mom and (laughs) like, what? Like you're 15, baby dating some fuckhead from high school. Yes. There's going to be other boys out there that you're going to meet that are amazing, you know? So to make that decision at 29 Imagine if we never thought that there was a certain way of life, like imagine, and this is because we're slowly releasing the older generational norms, right? Like whether the, the mothers have babies really young, they're homemakers, they stay at home. Like I can't wait to be a stay at home mom, like trust me, <laughs> I'm still there. But the ideologies and the pressure of you need to be doing something at a certain age. And if you don't have X, Y, Z in your life, it's like, oh, you're a bit behind. You're kind of failing here in life, you know? 
I don't have a house. I don't have kids. I'm not with someone, not even fucking with someone, let alone married. So for anyone that's stuck on that storyline or that ideology would look at me and go, huh, like your, your time is ticking, Jay. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yes, I panic cause I'm like 29 and my, I'm dying to have kids. Like I would think I was born to be a mum. So scientifically and naturally I do have a clock, right? Biologically. Yes. But I don't, I really try not to judge myself where I'm at. And I say this to a lot of my friends that have gone through so much. I always say to them, I feel like you've lived 10 fucking lifetimes. And it's true. Like there's, I think if you look at your life as a book and everything you've experienced, every time you stop and start a new, a new decision or a new um, career, new relationship, new friendship, whatever it is, it's another chapter. It's not you're doing the wrong thing on this life timeline or this life story where you're supposed to be in this race. It's cool close that chapter. What did you learn from it? What did you, what did that chapter tell you about who you are and life experience? And what are you going to learn and read in the next chapter? And chapters are completely different. That's why they're chapters, not paragraphs, right? They have completely different things that they teach us, completely different storylines in each chapter. So it's okay to close it and completely start again because That was part of our life at said age or said point, certain time in your career or a certain relationship teaches you something different every time, whether it's heartache or a really positive experience, same with work or same with friends even, right? So I think it's this different mindset that it's okay to make certain decisions about what you want in your life at any age. And there should be no judgment on no judgment or comparison of what am I doing compared to what my friends are doing? Because for me, the amount of emotions I experienced in one day on Sunday, just this euphoric happiness and feeling of content with where I was and then ending the night a little bit sad because I was comparing myself to all of my friends and going, fuck, I feel so lonely right now. Like, it's okay to feel lonely, but I felt lonely because I was judging where I was at in life at my age compared to my friends. And every single life is supposed to be lived differently. There's a reason we all have different personalities, different values, different characteristics, right? There's a reason there's 101,000 million different entertainment things because not everyone likes doing the same thing, you know? Not everyone wants to live the same way. There's boathouses, normal houses, yachts, fucking anything, because not everyone lives the same way, right? So why are we all trying to stick by this one story and this one way of living and and putting ourselves down when we're not living to society's way of what the proper way to live is? So, yeah, that's... That's what I've been thinking about since this breakup as well. And I'm human, right? Like I coach my girls about mental health and mindset and these changes that they go through, mostly about their self-worth and confidence. But I'm fucking human too, and I go through it. But this is why I love coaching, because I go through this shit as well. And then I learn from it, and I'm open enough to talk about it in hope that you guys that are listening can go, huh, like I'm not alone. Like I've totally experienced this too. And 
I think it can go the other way too. If you're in a relationship and you've been there for a while and you're not happy, like, are you staying because you're scared now that you're at a certain age, like you don't want to quote unquote start again? Like, do you feel like you're settling in your life right now because you're too far gone? Like, I don't have kids personally, so I can't really comment on comment on it. But I know a lot of people just kind of stick it out because they have kids. But it's like, what are you also teaching them? You know, I won't go too far into that topic. But if you look at it as my life is a book and I'm like writing these chapters, a chapter needs to end before you can start a new chapter. So how fucking long is this chapter going to go on? It's going to be a really unhappy chapter, like a really depressing, boring chapter. If you're too scared to finish it and start a new one, do you know what I mean? I don't know if that um, analogy is like hitting home for anyone, but if you had that mindset rather than I have to be on this timeline because it's the right thing to do according to society. Like, and this is what I mean about the older generation, like fucking love my grandparents, right? They were born obviously in 19, I'm going to say 40, 1940 something, 40 something. Um, my, my beautiful Nana, when I told her I broke up my partner, she goes, oh no, now you have to start again. <laughs> Cause she obviously wants grandkids like for, for all of us, which is fine. Like I understand where she's coming from, but you know, she was born in that generation that definitely lived a certain life with certain expectation by certain years and lifestyle and you know, staying at home, being a homemaker and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, do we listen to those kind of ideologies of, oh, you're, you're a bit behind now. Like you got to start again, like hit the reset button. And those kind of things you do think about for a little bit. And I think if I wasn't so content or assertive with my decisions or confident with my decisions, I might, I might've listened to that and been like, fuck, like I'm so worried now. Like I've got to go out and find someone again. And I do have to start again, like blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, I totally respect where you're coming from, but I am really happy with my decision. And this year is my year. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm so content to be by myself. And I do have moments where I go, how long should I have this self, me self year? Like it's another year where I'm like pushing out, having a baby. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I know it's going to happen when it's ready to happen because I then look at it from the mindset of, I obviously haven't learned everything I need to learn to be the kind of mum that I want to be as well. Do you know, like I've got so much fucking life experience already, but also I know it's not happening yet because I'm so passionate about my business right now. And I'm so motivated for my business right now that I want to just completely succeed in this area so that I have the kind of life I want to have to be ready for a kid. And when I, you know, know I was ready, I know that, but I'm purposely setting up a life for myself. So I know that it happened, hasn't happened yet for a while. And yeah, it's just, I'm just trusting the process and the more we compare ourselves, the more pressure we put on ourselves to say, I'm living this kind of life, 
Like why? Who's told you that that's the timeline you have to live? Where did you get that story from? And as long as, as long as you ask yourself those questions, like, oh, I'm falling behind. Why do you feel like you're falling behind? Falling behind what? Like who told you that? Why? What, what are you falling behind in? There's literally no law or paperwork where you have to go somewhere and tick off to say, yes, she's got married. <laughs> Congratulations. Have a certificate, you know? So don't put any pressure on yourself. Of course, I still want to get married. I still want to have kids. Like, But I just, it's okay that it's not happening right now. And I need to remind myself of that. That's why I wanted to record today's episode so bad because it is going to be okay and it's it's going to happen and it's fine that I'm single at this age. Like, who cares? It's okay that I'm experiencing the normal, quote unquote, normal early 20s stuff. Like, I'm still going to festivals. Like, I've never been on a dating app. I've always been in a relationship when they first came out. Like, I don't even know how to use fucking Tinder to save my life. How, which way do you swipe? Do you know what I mean? Like, I literally have never used one before. So I'm doing all of this now for the first time in my late 20s. When I say late 20s, I'm 29, like I'm 30 next year and I'm now going to live my single life. And that's, that's fucking okay. I think it would be more exciting to do it in your 30s, you know? So it's okay. Like you, you're all good. You're sweet. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Worry about yourself. Get in tune with exactly what it is that you want in your life and why get really clear on the why don't worry about a timeline like I know I always say to myself I want kids before I'm 35 and I do for like energy reasons I want to be able to run around with my kids like I want to be still somewhat of a youthful parent youthful parent so I'm not dying of fatigue more than I already am but Like, don't put any pressure. I want a house by this date. I want to be married by this date. I'm going to get married when I'm this age. You know, I'm going to have my career and blah, blah, blah. Like if you have such a strict timeline as well, I think it's good to have goals that you work toward like milestones, but it shouldn't be so much pressure where if you hit that age and you haven't succeeded in that goal, are you going to feel worthless? Are you going to feel like you're a failure or is it cool, no worries. I'll try again next year. Do you know what kind of pressure are you putting on an age or a time in your life to have certain things by? And why is it that goal? It's okay that it is, but why are you choosing that age or that time in your life to have succeeded by then? You know, just think about where you're getting the pressure from and where you're getting the ideas and stories from. But yeah, that's it guys. I'm going to leave it there. If you have any questions or you want to chat about anything that came up today for you, my DMs are always open. Please follow me on Instagram, Jade Del Pup Coaching. It'll be in the show notes and you can watch the video version of this on YouTube. You can have a look at my other episodes. All the links that you need are in my bio. But if you guys need anything at all, my DMs are open. I love connecting with you guys. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.